welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 46, Explaining the Jokes Makes Them Funnier. I already have video games muted. Okay, then mute the Elden Ring channel. It's not hard, it's a right, it's like a, a right click. It's as easy as stealing an NFT. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, welcome back uh, to the podcast that absolutely supports stealing NFTs. To Steam Powered Scorpex, a 40k podcast. Glad this joke's going to be heard by people a week late. Yep. Yeah. We we do 40k content and only 40k content because it's literally the greatest game of all time. Glad Such- we're opening opening the podcast where we're going to explain our inside jokes with a new inside <laughs> joke that only people on the Discord are going to get. Such well done, passion, Doug. those You've GW developers. <laughs> <laughs> Truly a perfect game. Uh okay oh, hi God. um this uh, this is this is steam powered scoundrels you don't uh, you came to the right place we're just making a joke it happens to be April first today uh so we're making some jokes all right I would just like it to be known I really want an NFT of Nate's face just feeling doing the emotion he had as he was trying to contain his rage and humor fighting it out at your joke. Yay. Okay, but first, first first you have to have cryptocurrency to um register the NFT. Mm. And then you have to build hype for your NFT, which means you have to talk to NFT guys. Oh, mm. oh that sounds like the worst. Oh, Eddie no. Weird can sponsor a Steam Powered Scoundrels NFT series. <laughs> <Gone>. <laughs> Okay, so this is this is our uh, Steam Powered Scoundrels 101 episode, uh, which will be episode 102. Are Seth. you regretting listening <laughs> yeah. to us? Everybody, yeah. everybody, if you're listening, you you passed, you tested out of the 101 class. This is the 102 class. Yeah, the 101 class is uh, explaining what Malifaux is and how podcasts work. I still don't know how podcasts work. So if you managed to find us, therefore you've passed 101. Okay. Good job. Mal- this is SPS 102. I don't think there's any guarantees, uh, though, that the is... people listening to us know how to play Malifaux. I mean, I'm part of the podcast, and I can barely play. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I've played three games in three years. That does not, we that does not detract from my point. Is everybody just and staring it... hard at the square <laughs> of the screen that should be Eli, but isn't because his camera's not Blank working? screen of the disappointment. Go- the ghost of Eli. <laughs> for disappointment. <laughs> okay, so welcome to our tour of SPS 102, where we talk about ourselves and our inside jokes and try to get people who are new to the game to understand the fuck are these guys. You mean new to the podcast? Yes, what did I say? The game. game. <laughs> the game Either. of listening to our podcast. If you haven't heard us, if you've been in the game for a long time and you haven't heard us yet... That's intentional. <laughs> that means yes. you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. 
You're making a deliberate choice, and we respect it, that choice here. This is not my kind of clown car, no thank you. <laughs> not sure why you're joining now, if until this point you've avoided... This is yeah, called welcome. It's only Rock Bottom. The game. Congratulations. They, now, they, they probably lost a bet. Be nice. <laughs> they lost a bet, so they have to listen to one of our episodes. Mm-hmm. And this is the one they're choosing? Yeah. yeah I, I personally would have gone with Weird Likes Butts, but you know. Eh, whatever. Uh, I think that's like on our list of don't listen to the first five episodes. Pretty sure Weird Likes Butts is the first. I'm pretty sure can Weird you, Likes Butts is Can you edit four. like old episodes and just put like a disclaimer like at the beginning of them? That would require effort. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the old projects because those are really, really memory intensive. Yeah. And so I'm saying I could, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to tell people not to go listen to them. We could just remove them from the put it, just put but it then the it wouldn't podcast. be a hundred episodes in the podcast description. <laughs> okay. Right. No, no, go back and remove exactly one. So this is episode one of one. <laughs> I'm a genius. I know. Yeah. Now we have to redo the intro. We'd have you remove. Um, no, we just leave it empty. So like when we go in, it's like welcome to Steam Power Scoundrels, an LFO podcast episode. Three or whatever, and then the next one you listen to is episode five, and episode four is just gone. <laughs> the Turina lost episode. <laughs> Tarina got it. <laughs> and dear listeners, this is how we start a new stupid joke. It's <laughs> <laughs> how we start like five stupid new jokes. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> okay, uh, let's let, let me get us back on topic here. Okay, a topic. so let's Never. go through introductions. <sighs> Shut up, Eli. Okay. So, let's introduce ourselves. I am Doug. I am, I guess, the the front man of this band, this Merry Men, this band of Merry Men. You started the podcast. It's a ska band. Yeah. It wasn't (laughs) obvious. Yeah. Lots of trombones. Three trombones? That can only be a ska band. (laughs) We're a ska band without all the things that make ska cool. Eli plays two. God damn it! Four I love that. And a I love that everyone forgets that because then it's like yes. that secret one that sneaks in on, sneaks up on you. Sorry, Eli. I assumed you were cool. Why would you ever assume that <laughs> about Ooh, that me? That was a mistake. Wow, <laughs> that is a that's that's just poor judgment right there. I like to see the best in people. Okay, actually, no, no. Let's let's go on. And, let's completely sidetrack here for another thing. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we've introduced Doug. Four bards and a warlock sounds like a great D&D party. Yes. Oh, also also a great name for a ska band. So why does Saxophone get to be the okay. warlock? I want to be a warlock. Tough. Because Victoria forgot she even played saxophone. No, I didn't. Yeah, it took you a second. Nothing? I think she was dealing with the realization there were four cu- trombone players. I'm cut out this audio so it's funnier that she did that she forgot about it. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm the front man of this group because I guess I was the one that did the legwork to actually start the podcast. And back in the day, it was just Victoria and I, and we were having guests on, just a single guest, and doing like a long two-hour format with discussions about the game and the fluff and all that stuff. And we just kind of did whatever we wanted, and it was it was a decent podcast. And then uh, much later down the road, we picked up the rest of these guys, and so we became a fivesome. Yes. Our own little, our own little podcast polycule. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just a poly podcast. Pod- so Podlycule. Podlycule. Poly podcast. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, I'm v- Victoria and I are married. We're currently in the exact same room recording this Aww. session. Yes, uh, for 11, 10 years? 10 years. 10 years. Nice. No? This is possible. Not yeah, 10, 10 years. The kid is 10 yeah. years. 10. Two children, blah, blah, blah. I don't, don't ask me what I do for a living. I hate it. Uh, what I do for a living is Melpha Podcast and nothing else. <laughs> and I'm a huge Arcanist simp. There we go. I think that's good. Victoria, talk about yourself You're now. even wearing the Arcanist shirt right now. Uh-huh. I'm Victoria. As mentioned, I'm married to Doug. Aww. <laughs> Ten years. We are almost caught up to how long we dated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Actually, I'm the reason we got into Malifaux in the first place. Tell a story. Oh, oh God. I don't remember why we were at Mayhem. Uh, I was think it, it was... an art show? Yes. Okay. So I was doing an art show at Mayhem because... Oh, local store. I, art. Sometime. Yeah, or local gaming store. And comics. Because um, I art sometimes. And sometimes I even manage to sell it. Um, and I was walking back to my table after a lunch break, I think. And just in passing, I heard someone mention Lilith. And I just kind of glanced over. And I saw all these models in, like, Victorian clothing. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Because, like, Doug had been into 40K before for a very short period of time. I tried, but it costs money. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, as 20-somethings, we didn't have money. Still don't. Still don't have money. We have that two-kid money. So I was just walking past, and I got back to my table where Doug was watching my art and making sure nobody stole my incredibly shitty shit. And I told him about this table I passed, and he goes, oh, well, that's probably Malifaux. And thus kicked off his obsession. <laughs> uh, as far as simping goes, I main resurrectionists when I play my whole three games a year. Uh, three games in three years. One game a year. And we just started making this podcast together because at the time there were like two other Malifaux podcasts. There were a few of them, but um, yeah, I was I was trying to figure out how I'm going to afford a 40k army and then Victoria got way interested in Malifaux and I was like, oh, fuck yes. The, this weird hobby that she just sort of observed me do now she wants to get involved in it. We're gonna do fucking Malifaux. Mm-hmm. And then Doug got way more involved than I did. <laughs> Mostly because our current group that back then was not the most accepting of newbies or women, for that matter. I'm going to say it. The regular that showed up every time was an incel. (laughs) That's why I'm not naming names right now. But my work, also incredibly boring. I just scan documents all day. So, uh... I'm just going to pour this wine right into the... Oh, yeah. You do shipping for a living. I do. I just do shipping and smut for a living. You're welcome. So, I believe Nate is up next on this list. Neat. I'm Nate. I also do shipping for a living. I'm a truck driver. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, I'm the the resident Bayou player, so that kind of pins me in the comic relief category. Lol. 
Um, what else is there to say about Nate? How'd you get into Malifaux? Started with 40k, got tired of it after about three editions of it, and decided other things. There were greener pastures, and so Roman and I moved to the bleakness that is Malifaux and have not turned back since, so. And yet Malifaux bleakness, greener pasture than such grim dark of the 41st millennium. Somehow less grim. <laughs> you know, you take what you can get, though. Mm-hmm. They have the grim keyword now, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now we just need a dark keyword and then run That's, it together. Uh... Run, the, run the grim darks. <laughs> it's Umbra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. I know. Okay. Any uh, other interesting things about you, Nate? Come on. This is. Hmm. Interesting. Thing that, mm. that'll make people get you, like, oh, I understand this guy. How'd you propose, Nate? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheating. Uh, you know. <laughs> I proposed to my wife in front of Weird Al Yankovic, so, you know. Salient point, I suppose. If yeah. you need to know anything about me. You know, a, a perfectly normal way to, uh, to propose. In fact, everyone should do it. Whoops. <laughs> so so I'm not I'm not being mean, but uh better than a parking lot. Yeah, better than a parking lot. <laughs> that was my own fault. That was my own fault. We we got our we got our lines of communication crossed and end up being her not showing up at the place I was expecting her to, so it was either Aww. the parking lot or the bar. <laughs> but now we have this you, self-deprecating you story. Like yeah. he fully intended on like doing it in front of my parents. But I misunderstood somewhere along the way, so I didn't go to my parents that day. Whoops. <laughs> These things happen. Yeah. Logistics are hard. Speaking of parents, Eli, talk about what? yourself. <laughs> is, is Eli a daddy? <laughs> I, I sure fucking hope not. No, this is the best. It's the one-on-one episode where I'm just throwing misinformation right in the uh, I'm not a parent, uh, but I have two of them, so... <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm Nate's cousin, so that'll probably explain a lot about why I am the way that I am. I I may never born because you know they're cool. Are you blaming me? I'm blaming Nate for your sad boy. <laughs> it's Nate, but sad. <laughs> it's it's not inaccurate. It follows the the Neverborn yeah. Bayou connection. Neverborn is just Bayou, but sad. <laughs> yeah, totally oh, they're not Frankie natives, I, not I, the not the fun have good time natives. I'm mildly curious how well we could slot ourselves into uh, the Winnie P- uh, the pool cast of characters because I always refer to Eli as Eeyore. Yep. Nate's yeah. Tigger. Yeah, yeah, Nate's kind of our for Tigger sure. there for sure. God damn it. Roman, are you the owl? What is that? Is Roman, is Roman <laughs> the owl? Who gets to be the owl? Who's the neurotic rabbit? I'm neurotic as shit. <laughs> All right, there you go. You guys, I'm we'll not... make Roman the owl so I can be the front man in both situations. Yeah, that works. Where you, where you make me piglet? You the pig there? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go e- Eli was introducing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that that wasn't oh, right, important. Yeah. Though. It was just Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Put a dollar no. in the jar. Sorry. Eli. Uh, no. 
Is that a, is that a joke that we have to explain now? Yep. Uh, probably. If it, is it not on the list? I thought it was on I the list. I do not believe that the sad Elijah is on the list. Okay, Victoria, go. Uh, uh, what? I'm yep. explaining it right now? Yeah, before Roman talks. <laughs> oh, um... Who knows when that'll end? Okay. Uh, the jar, the, the Eli jar, is just the jar where we make him put money every time he says bad things about himself. Yep. It's quite full. Oh, it's yep. not. I don't have enough money to fill that jar. <laughs> well, you Amazon see, not paying you the big bucks? Surprisingly, it's no. It's cryptocurrency, so it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> got to put an Ethereum in the jar every time you talk oh. bad about yourself. It's full of V bucks. <laughs> Roman, go please. No, Take this is stop. pretty good. I'm just gonna let this this uh, this We're continue gonna... to cringe out of control over here. Keep making crypto jokes. Yep. So I'm Roman. This... Oh god, sorry. I am the verbose one, often needlessly so. That's really all you need to know. Uh, there's occasional puns. You'll recognize it when everybody else just stops talking. I can I can kill a conversation at 20 paces. It's great. Was in college band with Nate and then lived with him for long enough that we developed international brain Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. It is the cause of many nonsense happenings. Hurts. <laughs> we played 40K together. As he said, we kind of got done with it after a while, found Malifaux, and moved on to that. I am an Arcanist main, but I like to say that if you quit 40k and don't change your monthly spending habits on models, uh, you end up with, I think I'm up to at least four masters in each every, in every faction now, some of them more than that. Yeah, I don't have a problem. I'd argue you might not be an Arcanist man anymore. I haven't seen you play Arcanist in a while. Oh. Uh, Don't dab. Oh. I will absolutely dab on our podcast. <laughs> Since I have no camera, can I dab, um, dab all I want? Like, yes. You can do whatever you want, Eli. I don't want to dab on the podcast. <laughs> nice. None of us are going to know. That's why I said it out loud. Listen, listen, I could take my pants off. Like, can't see my legs. Mm hmm. Uh, I mean, I've I've gone through other times, stretches of time before where I don't play Arcanist for a while because I'm just focused on another faction for a while. It's been a minute, but yeah. In this case, it's more I was getting tired of all of my lists starting with the same four models before I picked a master, and I'm just going to stretch my legs a bit. You got sick of stomping every with Colette? No, I honestly <laughs> haven't put Colette on the table too often in the last six months. You're not a very good simp, are you? Oh, I'll simp for her. I'll simp for her, and I will put her on the table at the drop of a hat if somebody asks, but I also like to grow the community instead of running off the newbies. Oh, wow. Weird. <laughs> and see, see, Roman, he buys multiple Herbs, factions Herbs. and things and actually plays them. I own most of the game, but still only play one <laughs> faction, because... I've seen you play... That's also what I did in 40k. Three factions. Zip is outcast. <laughs> I do want to point out that it's really weird that we're all making crypto and NFT jokes this time. Because just last week, I listened to the entirety of Line Goes Up, um, which is like a history right. of cryptocurrency and yeah, explains yeah, yeah. what an NFT is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how we got on that train. 
eyes. On the on the brain, I guess. Because I was talking mm-hmm. about right-clicking it's something. Funny. Oh, yeah, 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 Eli brought it up. <laughs> that was it's, good. it's funny to make NFT, make fun of uh, NFT well, guys. Mm-hmm. They're the only people you can ethically steal from. Yeah, billionaires. I wouldn't say I wouldn't mm. say the only ones, but you know they're the easiest target. Uh, a lot of billionaires own a ton of crypto. So. Yeah, the Venn diagram. <laughs> I'd like to take this opportunity to mention that we're now releasing Scoundrel Coin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have to have. No, they were like, Steam tokens, Doug. That we're going to release like a video game or a comic otherwise the nft means nothing oh we are we gonna encrypt the podcast to the blockchain yes oh, God, please, i no. don't that sounds like something you can do we'll just insert <laughs> i'm sure you the podcast can, but I don't into the token <laughs> so every time you want to use your token for anything you have to listen to you have to listen to the podcast <laughs> no, the listen. entirety Oh, yes. Okay, so let's let, let's let's release an entire episode as an NFT, and the entire episode is us just shitting on NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to listen to it to trade it in. <sighs> okay, Roman, anything else? God. That's really about it, I think, as far as core personage. Without getting into more of the jokes, does anyone want to explain? How Nate and Roman and then Eli ended up on the podcast. Oh yeah, that's fair. I got that. So <laughs> so while living with Nate, uh, we were getting into second ed of Malifaux. And as we do, we hyper-focused on it and listened to every Shocker. podcast out there that involved Malifaux in any way, shape, or form. And came across this uh, this wonderful duo who introduced us at the top. Being Doug and Victoria, we found them freaking hilarious. Uh, and I think it was actually on Steam Powered Scoundrels that we heard you guys talk about MuseonCon. So we were like, we should go to that. If it wasn't you guys, it was totally Schemes and Stones. Yeah. Yeah. One of the Iowa podcasts. Yeah. Um, so we were like, we should, we should just road trip out there and do that. And then while we were registering for the event in person, we just kind of looked at each other and was like, wait a second, we know those voices of the of the, the people setting this up. And so we're just standing there in line, just kind of energetically hopping and trying not to look like, you know, we're, we're at a con. like Weirdos. Exactly. Like trying to meet our, our heroes and not knowing what you're going to say to your favorite actor or voice actor or whatever. Um, and they were like, oh, okay. And we were like, we listen to your show and you're great. And they were like, oh, we're Some sorry. Some of us to our show. <laughs> Yeah. And then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. No, I remember that interaction actually happened in Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to remember if like we literally apologized. I believe you did. <laughs> that sounds on brand and like it's a thing very that happened. On brand. Yeah. And then they were like, Do you guys want to be on the show? And we were like, Yes. Friends! <laughs> and then we kept Friends. being on the show, and then it evolved. It became a whole thing, and then we dragged and that, Eli into it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that's where we evolved from going from a once-a-month publication to every two weeks. More or less. More or less, yeah. Pretty much pretty much the only reason we're still around. Slave okay. work! <laughs> yeah! Patty that's why Eli's so sad. Oh no, that happened a long time ago. Oh. Just got Eli in our basement, <laughs> shirtless, we're whipping him, and he's just 
pushing a crank. So it's, it's, it's the podcast. No, that's crank. podcast editing. Crank. That's the part I do for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, if you could just turn a crank and edit a podcast, that'd be oh, kind of cool. I would do that all I'd, day. Like that—that's going to the that, gym. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, get mad gains and edit your podcast. Right. Y'all are ignoring the whipping. <laughs> oh, is the whipping essential? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's very that's fine. important. I'll take it. You've got to be in pain somehow. Just be gentle. <laughs> With a whip. Listen, you can be a little. With the whip. Yeah, no, that that's called uh that's called motivation from your trainer. Your personal trainer yeah. is the one with the whip. Okay. Oh my god. No, oh, we're having fun. Yes, we are. So uh a couple of us are playing Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and I'm playing a character. It's like a sport, so they have mushroom powers. Anyway, I made them like I decorated them to look undead, and the color for undead-looking skin was exhumed. So naturally, I named my character <laughs> Exhumed for Me Daddy. <laughs> naturally. Uh, what Welcome, back, Doug. <laughs> Welcome back, Doug. Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels. An exhuming podcast. That's the happiest I've heard Eli be in a while. You must oh, yeah, have he really was imitating t- Doug. You <laughs> must have talked a lot about whipping. I typically sound happier when I'm imitating other people. Oh. <laughs> hey, before we get into the jokes, I guess we could talk a little bit more about what this podcast is. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because, not- like, yeah, well, Steam Powered Scoundrels Malfo podcast is a bit of just generalization. <laughs> a little. Uh, we started a podcast because initially we wanted to do some sort of form of entertainment work. Initially, we were kind of looking at being a Let's Player, but gaming computers are expensive. And. Podcasting yeah. equipment is much less so. Yeah. And we got into Malifaux and we're enjoying it and we're like, oh, maybe we can, might enjoy doing a podcast, but like, the way we knew it was going to be like unfocused, irreverent, and full of jokes and slightly, just slightly about the game itself. And we weren't entirely sure if the group, the the community as a whole was up for consuming that kind of content, but then we found Red Jokers, which I fully <laughs> I miss those guys. Believe yeah. was the yeah. reason we decided we could do this podcast, because if they can make a podcast, we can make a podcast. And I really do miss them, and I wish they'd come back, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, we've just never kept a strong theme of what the hell we're talking about for very long, at least. To the point where we've branched out into multiple different formats, and at least we're giving you different... Yeah, if we just go into the formats, okay. So, we use Steam Powered Scandals as, like, the generic title, and that's usually for our long-form stuff, talking for two hours-ish about uh, things involving Malifaux or the Malifaux fluff. That's what you're listening to right now. Yes. Then, after that, we found that, uh, initially, like, immediately, like, we were looking for topics to cover for Steam-Powered Scoundrels, and we got suggestions from people, but a lot of them were things that would not take very long to, to fully flesh out, and so we decided, okay, what if we just take a bunch of these and answer them all at once? And after figuring that out, we came up with Friday Night Fodown, which is, I think, still our most published Mm-hmm. Yeah, title because it's the quickest the one to do. We <laughs> yeah. limit ourselves to an hour, and then we just have a large group of people 
covering each of the questions, giving their own answers, and it's um, mostly jokes. Mm-hmm. Lots like of jokes. 95% jokes. Very little seriousness to be had there, and a lot of alcohol. I'm having some right now. Yeah. Yeah. After that is... Best Laid Plans. What's owned by Roman now, so yeah. I'll let Roman talk about it. So, Best Laid Plans, of which we are planning to do more very shortly, uh, is probably the one that takes the longest to do, as far as recording, because what we do is we play a game of Malifaux. And in between each turn and before and after the game, I talk to the players individually and go, hey, what's your plan for this game? Knowing what they're bringing, what does that make you consider as far as what to bring to counter them, etc.? How does that make you consider your scheme? Same with the map. And then we go, cool, that's your plan for turn one. Come back after turn one. So how badly did your plan fail turn one? How are you... (laughs) How are you adapting to deal with turn two based on what happened? Go through that with both players individually. Continue on turns three, four, and five, and then after five, we have a sit down and, okay, did your opponent read the table and see what scheme you went for? Did they notice anything you could have done better? Did you notice anything they could have done better? All things that I highly recommend doing after your games, like friendly games at in real life. Uh, We've had a lot of good feedback on it of people liking to hear that kind of internal thinking process uh, as the game goes on. But it does take a while because you have to find two people plus myself who have the schedules to play a game probably via Vassal because otherwise I'm limiting myself to who's in my house or within easy driving distance to my house. Can play on Vassal quickly enough but still play a good, thoughtful game, and not just, hi, we're going to throw stuff at a wall and see what sticks. And then you're adding another 15-20 minutes between each game, or between each turn, rather. They take a while. (laughs) Thankfully, they're not that long, because we don't actually record what you're doing during the turns. Uh, But it's real fun. It just, logistics are hard. I'll give a bit of history on that one, because mm-hmm. I remembered stuff as you were talking. Um, this format came about during the great podcast droughts of the Edition Switch, where I think we lost just about every podcast except for us, Schemes and Stones, and Third Floor Wars, who had just, I think started right before Third Edition came out, if I recall correctly. Right before, or like right as it came out, essentially. Yeah. And so, suddenly we lost a lot of people talking about the actual gameplay part of this game. And so I thought, well, maybe we can do our part to at least provide this to the community a little bit. But we got to do our own thing, and we got to do something different. And so this was me looking at where most a lot of people talk about their games after they've done them, and what happened. And there's a, a bit of hindsight involved with that, that I feel like people weren't really get being able to help themselves in the moment-to-moment of the game. And then there was also Before We Began, mm-hmm. or Before We Begin, who I think Steams and Stones have kind of picked up that format, which is just every decision you make before the game actually starts. It's like, well, we have the beginning, we have the end, so let's just focus on the middle. So Best Laid Plans is primarily a tactics uh, format where 
you know, as, as you said, people are making decisions based on what happened during Iran in the middle of the round and changing up their plans, changing up their decisions, and watching that go through someone's brain for five turns, I thought was very useful when we got good feedback on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a bitch to record. The first one, I think, took six hours. Yeah, something like that. And that was in my house. (laughs) (laughs) But after a few, we just found out that having a mediator ask people questions produced a lot more information because you kind of have that brain drain. You don't remember all the things you want to cover if you're just recording by yourself. So yeah, uh, that was about when I handed it off to Roman to handle. So yeah. And I was like, I'll talk about things. Fourth, fourth format. Fourth format. The newly titled is one. Chronicles, isn't it? What? The um, fluff feature. Or did that come after? I don't think we had enough fluff features for it to be considered its own. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah. All right. Yet. Um, newly Yet. named because, as it turns out, people are horny and want us to continue. Um, originally, it happened kind of as a joke. Where, like, for a long time, it was a running thing with, like, oh, Victoria likes to make the models kiss. You know, as you do. Mm-hmm. That's and true. then, in the disc, what? It was a lot of Friday Night Photon questions yes. that kept getting asked. Basically <laughs> about models kissing and fucking, so. Yeah, that too. That too. And then, in the Discord, I think, Monica showed up. And that ended up being, like, the vast majority of our interactions, like hers and mine, was just talking about who's fucking. So, just kind of originally, as a joke, we made a ship episode. And we were like, oh, ha ha ha, no one's gonna listen to this. We were wrong. Everyone (laughs) listened. Um, Everyone is horny. Everyone. The content everyone. everyone wants. We are all degenerates, <laughs> and so are you, dear listener. <laughs> Especially, yeah. So, having now done four of them, <laughs> it has a name, and it's a format, and it's called Malifaux Port Authority now. Ooh. Um, I like that. I was confused that. for half a second when I saw it pop up, and I was like, I get it. I like it. It's <laughs> a good name. Um, so... We're going to continue doing it until people are no longer interested, which is going to be a long time. We have a lot of people who want to come on. <laughs> That's a good problem to have. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I pushed Victoria to do this pretty freaking hard because, uh, well, shipping and making models kisses and everyone's cup of tea, although it's a lot of yours. It's a lot of people's cup of tea. It's a lot. So much tea. Um, it. I feel like it's a badge of honor for the universe of Ma- universe of Malifaux that we can create so much content just about character relationships. It's that well written, which I don't think you can really do about uh, 40k and mm-hmm. other shitty minis games. Oh. Um, it would be much. It would be much harder to play a game of Wed Bed Behead in the 40k universe. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Listen, I bet all of the Tyranids uh, are making out all the time. So there's this. Oh, they fucking. <laughs> Pretty oh, easy to do with Marvel though. Crisis Protocol, though. You know? That's just... Yeah, that that's, that's just happens. comics. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just comics. Really is just comics. <laughs> and, like, I do have comics ships, but it's comics. 
Yeah, I think you, the thing about the popularity of comics is that the, the shipping is covered relatively well within the comics themselves. And if not that, the Rule 34 artists. As you said, that does not um, stop comic book fans. No. Oh. My wife exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also a piece of advice if you think, if you're a fan of a different universe and you want to start a podcast, talk about the characters fucking. You probably are going to get some good traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I, I still, it's still really hard to believe for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have one failed format that never got mm-hmm. off its feet. One that could possibly be its own format, but mostly we use it as a, oh fuck, we need content. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I, a call to action, I guess? Something I've brought up before and people have been curious about, but, like, no one's really bitten yet. Um, so, first one was uh, a first and ten. Was a format I thought I could do, especially during the pandemic with the prevalence of Vassal. I guess if we're still in a pandemic and Vassal's still going pretty strong, but my idea was that I was going to start playing a brand new master, record my thoughts on the master and how I thought they played, uh, and then after ten games, actually after five games, record my thoughts again, and then after five more games, record my thoughts for a final time after I sort of mastered the master. And while people are like, oh, you need to play a lot more games to master and master, I learn I learn games very well. I have really good games since. Um, not enough to be like a top table player because I don't like cheese. But, but enough I'm, to be annoying. Enough to be annoying, yes. Um, but yeah, I can get a pretty good sense after, for something after 10 rounds. But uh, I got to like five games and then just stopped playing. <laughs> and I apologize <laughs> for that. Salty. Uh, you, so I left it up to the Discord to choose who the fast master I would play was. And Lo you and knew behold, exactly what was going to happen. I, I was afraid that was going to happen. They picked Nelly Cochran. You were. Nelly Cochran, my most hated master in the mouth of fluff. I'm like, Doug, play her. And the worst possible thing happened. I enjoyed playing her. <laughs> and you were good at it. <laughs> I was obnoxiously good at it. It's like, hey, how many negative how many negative conditions are in this game? Take all of them. <laughs> <sighs> Lo and behold, you killed all my stuff in the middle of the board, and you're in the middle of the board, and it's turn four. Take eight damage. Oopsie. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, I anyways. just had flashbacks. <laughs> Okay, so that was first and ten. I may maybe do it someday, but like at this point, I don't want to like pick Nelly back. I own the entirety of the reporter keyword, but at this point, the momentum's done, so I'd have to pick someone else. The entirety of the reporter keyboard keyword, Thanks. and most of Lady J. Yeah, except for the Lady J box. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> Thank you, Roman, for that gift. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You know, you talked about. Uh, Best laid plan, so Nate or Eli talk about fluff feature. I'm going to turn our lights on. Uh, I mean, what the, the fluff feature kind of comes down to, it, it's kind of our backup. Oh, we need an episode. So Roman and I, Roman and I, read, read, read the Chronicles. Uh, I think we got through three of them so Yeah, far. three of them so far, yeah. and we've had Eli jump in on one or two of them. Yeah, so and we just have a little, have a little fireside book club kind of chat where yeah. we go over the story and, you know. The retroactive thoughts of older fluff. So. Yeah, well, and that and that kind of was was born of the idea of initially, or rather the the broadly, if you were to sell early steam pirate scoundrels to people, it would be they're the fluff podcast. 
So we were like, we've covered all the main books, but they have a ton more coverage in Chronicles, and we don't feel like enough people have read them. Yeah. Including ourselves. Including ourselves. Slowly changing that. Yes. Plus, you know, it's always good to get a little refresher, because... Hell, even having listened to those on the Breachside broadcast, it's been a it's been a it's been a hot minute. Yep. for a lot of those stories, and they're good. They give a lot of I'm pretty good texture stuff, to the though. the characters in them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think my favorite story is in even in the Chronicles. So there was one I really didn't like, but I don't remember which one it was. It involved Levy. <laughs> oh, it was the Levy one, and it was yep. real bad, and yep. I didn't yep. like it. I mean, most Levies. Stories are terrible. We that one to, was particularly bad. We'll, 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 we'll yeah. get on. We'll, we'll get on to that one later. Yep. I think that's all the formats. Yeah, that's all the formats and the the thing I was talking the about. Call before, to action. Like, yeah. The call to action. There's five of us. Technically six. We're gonna count count Monica as an SPS member against her will. <laughs> <laughs> She's but got two other be- podcasts. Because we have so many different fucking themes going on here with different episodes, we don't really give a shit what we publish as long as the quality is okay and you're not okay. spouting off, like, Nazi propaganda. So we've actually talked to a couple of our uh, people in the Discord about, like, hey, you, you, you sound like you're interested in starting a podcast. We'll host it for you. we got the shit set up for you. We'll just throw it under the SBS umbrella. So, like... If you really want to do a, a podcast, but you don't have, like, the accounts set up and the editing wherewithal and whatnot, we'll help you get started and we can host you for a bit until you get your legs, or unless you just want to stay under our name. That's fine. You have a built-in fan base. Yeah. Yeah. People, that point- are, people, that, are, people that are still listening to us are going to listen to it fucking anything, so. Wow. <laughs> at, at that point, we become the Steam Powered Scoundrels Network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah system of pipes and valves. Series the tubes. Yes. I thought it was a big truck. (laughs) Anyways. That's what uh, I have. Let's talk about our end jokes now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, one of the big things about trying to get into SPS now is, like, we have so many fucking end jokes. And we love talking about them. We love sidetracking our fucking topic of discussion to talk about our goddamn in-jokes. Our podcast has lore. so funny. (laughs) We have to cover the lore of our podcast. (laughs) Okay. Well, and Nate, why don't you start us off then? Oh, good. I get to start with cowards. Yeah, talk about your Um, in-joke, you coward. So so the the, uh, meme. The The meme that changed the game. The observant observant listener slash casual fan of Malifaux might notice that a certain model was in a in a recent errata. That would be the the swine cursed, which I have been railing about since the beginning of third edition, not having the pig keyword. Notably, the tagline being "Give make swine cursed pigs, you cowards." That developed into a whole meme. Got a little out of hand. Got a little out of hand. I there were people who I'm pretty sure didn't even listen, like weren't even like <laughs> main fans of the show. Using the the cowards meme, mm-hmm. and um, you know now swine cursed have the pig keyword and a trigger that says I'm no coward. <laughs> so that surely doesn't have anything to do with me or my <laughs> constant berating of the weird devs. No, certainly not. So I don't know why we're talking about this in the in joke section. Um, nothing relevant happened because of that. <laughs> 
nothing relevant happens. Nate's feeling slightly listless because he's not sure what to call weird cowards over now. <laughs> yeah, really, I'm really kind of I'm a lost soul. I've I've nothing nothing to rally against. Make uh, Oxfordian mages MNSU, you cowards. Yes. You know what? Give Tony would, her mages know, back. Now that swine cursed are pigs, I will. Fi- I would fight for that. I will. I will fight to unionize the mages. <laughs> yes. Mage union. I would absolutely. You know what? Yeah, I'm into that. Yay. That's a coward's joke. I'm sure. Cowards. I'm sure you may have. Do you? You have like a 75 percent chance of having seen something about that recently. <laughs> Yeah, and it's all Nate's just, fault. Just, just do be careful. Yep. I mean, you work at Amazon. You don't want them to hear you say uh, the word union too much. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> take my head. I'll be a martyr for the cause. Okay, what's next? Butts, 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 butts. butts. See more okay. butts. Uh, so like our first episode, or one of our very first episodes, it's titled "Weird Likes Butts," and I think we're mostly talking about models and. Yes. Uh, the quality thereof of Malva models and the fact that I'm extremely acutely aware of how well they sculpt the butts on a lot of models. I think the one I was like really specifically talking about that had no reason to have a nice ass was Snowstorm. Uh, yep. The giant high- yeti thing, not the lady in the dress. Yeah, high quality derriere there. Yes. Um, so that was just you know like our shorthand for like weird, kind of horny. But but mostly just for butts. Like the great thing about Malvo is that it has so many different body types and mm-hmm. ages, and it's so incredibly representative. And there's very very little cheesecake, and a lot of the cheesecake that was still there from second edition they got changed in third edition, which was great. Thank you very much. Um, but still, there's a bit of cheesecake, and there's just We're some like really nice butts. some really nice butts. Holy shit, botanist! I bought those today. And there is a sculpted butt crack on that lady. Her her legs are longer than her torso. <laughs> yep. Th- than the rest of her body. She's an ostrich. She the, has uh... all legs. She's she's seventy five percent legs, twenty five percent booty, and then there's also some body attached to that. Some torso. She's she's getting looked at pretty hard by a freaking plant creature. That plant, so like that is that, that plant is, is an ass being. That is. <laughs> Weird's, I think, first overt reference to hentai in this game. <laughs> uh, Insidious Madness already Meanwhile, exists, the gremlin so. botan- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the gremlin botanist is just diving in, saying, take me. I love, I love that child. He's in the war, okay? <laughs> Disappointingly wearing pants, but... Ah, so we have two models that are hentai references in the same box. Yeah. And then the poor dude that's leaning back, like, a couple degrees more than he probably uh, should be, and thus has bad, ruined the sculpt. Mm. Throw the whole box away, honestly. <laughs> that was my first impression when I opened up the box. Is like people were complaining about this. What the people, fuck? People were butthurt. Well, you see, you see, people on the internet like to complain about things. Yeah, uh, almost like they assembled these models because they knew they'd be difficult to assemble, and then a completely yeah. different subset of people bitched about the models being preassembled. Yeah, yeah I, I believe they came out that they were they they were going to be like thirty pieces each. About they're botanist. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, I'm 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 very okay with that one having come out preassembled. But yes, very early on, weird likes butts, and they still like butts. They so. continue they to like a butt. <laughs> we like we like weird's love of butts. Ship episodes. I guess it's a ship episode. 
We talked about that a little bit already. A little bit, yeah, in the formats. And like like I said, the first ship episode came about mostly as a joke because we're horny, horny degenerates over here. And it turns out so are the rest of you. I mean, they're people on the internet. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, so ship episodes have blown up. People really enjoy them. I have a list of people that want to be on. So, um, if you do listen to the ship episodes and you happen to want to be a guest, go ahead and shoot me a message on the Discord. Do you have horny Malifaux opinions? What's up? Please be on our podcast. <laughs> For clarification, Shipisode and Malifaux Port Authority are the same thing. We they just, are. Yes. We yes. just now gave it the name of Malifaux Port Authority. Going back any bit further, we will refer to it as Shipisode. Yes, from now on, it's Port Authority. But still stands, if you want to be on, uh, shoot me a message. Let's talk about... Monica's favorite war criminal. <laughs> that horrible, Everyone's horrible favorite war criminal. The jo- it's not even a joke. It's freaking fucking truth. It's not truth because... War crimes don't exist yet? War yeah. crimes, war crimes don't, don't exist, exist yet. yet. But if they did, holy shit, Sonya Crit. Would be one. Sonya Crit is my, like, second most hated guild master behind Nelly Cochran because being just an absolute petty piece of shit to the people that trust you is worse than a person that's literally enslaving people. I got my priorities straight, but yeah. Uh, Sonya Crit is, like, legit a war criminal, and we just enjoy referring to her as such. We love her. We love to hate her, that sort of thing. But the, the specifics behind it is that, yes, she will take magic users, Arcanists, whatever, that she's captured, and she will burn the soul out of their fucking bodies and turn them into a shrunken husk of them former selves with enough, not agency, but, like, consciousness that she can train them into basically being attack dogs to hunt down their own kinds. And bloodhounds. Yeah. And oh, now that and- she's actually participating in a real war, i.e. the other side... She's a real ass war criminal now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like and the, so to, is top her it, to top it all off, when they're fatally wounded, they explode. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, call it chemical great. weapons. Oh, even worse. The f- <laughs> Go ahead. But she's hot. <laughs> but she hot though. <laughs> I mean, she's a fire mage. What do you want? Yeah, Shut, up, <laughs> Shut up, Roman. Shut up, Roman. Shut up. Um, but. The uh, the thralls are technically even worse, because I believe the fluff is like, they are either very powerful mages, or have the potential to be very powerful mages, and their fate was to be great influencers in Malifaux. They were going to cause change and other stuff. And Sorry, instead, they are giant, massive, hulking brutes that are Sonya's slaves, so... Just, I don't see War anything criminals. wrong with fire-based magic lobotomies. I don't... It's all good. <laughs> like, they they encapsulated it in a gorgeous fucking bust mm. sculpt thing. It's not a bust, <laughs> but it's a bigger it's a bigger sculpt, so... The like, iconic weird's slime model. <laughs> weird's proud of their work. Yep. It's a, it's, a, it's a game about bad people doing bad things, except for Tony Ironsides. Seamus um, okay. is also getting one of those 
Oh, no. Bad people so doing bad, bad things, yes. Bad people. We love it. What's next? I almost don't say anything about our war criminal. No? Okay, moving on. Leviticus. The actual worst master in Malifaux. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a yep. narrow margin, but he wins. Um, Leviticus suffers from... Uh, I don't want to say, like, addition... Cre- um, people have different standards for what's okay than they did 12 years ago when the game first came out. He's from a different time. <laughs> While this game has always been about bad people doing bad things, certain yep. things are not really okay anymore, and the thinly, in the fluff, the thinly veiled Im- implication that he is... Um, very thinly. Very, very thinly. Victoria used, used the words... What is Levi doing that's so awful? Why do I have to say it? He is uh, violating... Pedophile. Violating women's that he has more or less groomed uh, to be his sacrifices, so when he when he dies, he doesn't die, and instead they die. But he was also, like, bad touching them and stuff. But it's okay, he's gonna, like, do an apocalypse or something and save reality. He's gonna... He's gonna do an unapocalypse and save things or something. I don't, I don't. Like, yeah, it's the fluff thing, and it, it's something you can't fix with a sculpt change. So, like, yeah. we've been sort of talking about it before we said it in the last uh, ship episode, but like, I feel like they need to quietly kill him off, push him, put put him somewhere else. He, he needs a dead man's hand, in my opinion, or like some really fucking amazing redemption fluff. He's bad. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's enough redemption in the world. No, for that, man. that's yeah. Well, they made it. They managed to it's, cobble together a bunch of disparate ideas of models into a coherent game and universe. So I feel like they can fucking do anything. Fair this enough. is fair. But he Except he's like your he, he's he's like your your you know problematic grandparent. He's like you know you're just they're from a different time. You know you know. Mm, <laughs> when pedophilia was okay. Yeah, um, you know. Unless, oh unless he turns out to be possessed by some sort of tyrant. Those are mostly accounted for. Yeah. I don't. I don't see that he's got one. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Mm. That's the thing. Turns out it's the other half of the dragon, and uh, that's the no! bad half of the dragon. No, do not besmirch my other half of the dragon, sir. She is in the bayou, and she is it's, a lovely it, lady. It, it's the Yang half, not to be confused with the Ruby Yang. Have. <laughs> um, that's the that's the weeb dragon that's into lollies. Oh, oh, hold on, no, 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 okay, okay. Weird, no. weird, so weird. I will. B- <laughs> weird, weird, weird games. Jonathan weird himself. We'll get to that joke later. Oh, I will fucking buy, build, and play Leviticus if you give us an alternative scope sculpt with him in a trench coat and a trilby with a katana. No, 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 no. Good God, no. Personal personal (laughs) anecdote. I was playing a game with Michael Matthews the other day, and we had the idea, basically this exact idea, except instead of, we weren't talking about Levy, we were talking about the hollow waves. The hollow waifus. Oh, oh no! They're all body They're pillows. Just two two body pillows that are just like standing up. Oh on god, when he's and I like I like this trench coat and trilby. When he's on the horse, it's like a twilight that sparkles. Like, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's not a phase, mom. Don't don't bring the ponies into this. Haven't for real to me. On the other hand, just to see Levy players be butthurt if he was on My Little Pony, I'd, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> 
the uh, the okay. kit, okay. the the model okay. building kit but, comes with a jar but... if you want to put the the model inside there. No, <laughs> god damn it! I was gonna make the jar joke. No, we we're not explaining that one, Victoria. Set your piece on Those are the <laughs> abominations. No, like yep. I was just yep. I was just gonna make that joke. Like that's oh. the box. You stole your joke. Levi in a trilby and a trench coat with a katana. And the hollow waves are all body pillows. And then, like, Alice or somebody is Rainbow Dash in a jar. Are the abominations just bad fan art? Yes. Sanic? Sanic. (laughs) The one of of Shrek kissing Shadow? Yeah. Fucking Chris Chan. Um, (sighs) McCabe! We talked an awful lot about Levy on a topic that was we don't talk about Levy. Okay. Gotta get it out now. (laughs) Lucas McCabe is actually the horse. Yes. Yes. That's not a joke, that's just facts. Uh, that's just facts. Uh, It was confirmed by weird. I thought, I thought (laughs) the, uh, I thought for some reason I had some mechanical backing behind it, but I couldn't (laughs) find it. So I'm just gonna say, we just decided that he's in fact the horse and not the dude on the horse. Because Um, it's funny. It's because it Mm -hmm. is funny, yes. Yeah, I think it's just funnier if it's, you know, the horse. Man is irrelevant. Other other jokes. Nelly is punchable face. Nelly has a regardless fucking of my feelings for Nelly. Her face is fucking punchable. You look at her artwork and you're like, oh, that's gonna be someone I'd I find really, really face. annoying. I could punch that face all day. No, like when that wave was being released, they revealed Nelly and like we did an episode where yeah. after they revealed all the new masters and we were just like Fucking Nelly! <laughs> Look at her fucking face. We didn't. We had we had like a short blurb for what she was, but we didn't get like the real yeah. in depth scumbaggery. Yeah, of you the didn't character. even know how bad she was, and you were like, yeah. I and can we just punch looked at her face. and we went, "Fuck her, fuck her." Um. <laughs> uh. Next. Next up, the fuck here. Monica's the not here. Victoria did the thing. I have to go again. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm making oh. you talk on our podcast. This isn't my format. <laughs> I don't host. The fuck here is your format. The fuck here is, in fact, my format, or it originated on my format, and uh, it just permeated mm-hmm. because it was a good joke. It was yeah, um, a great joke. Sorry, that sounded more sarcastic than I meant it to be. <laughs> no, like I also legitimately barely heard you, so I was like. Do I take offense? It wasn't intended to, but like, <laughs> oh, I would understand if you got offended I mean, every time you, I talked. I think offense might help encapsulate the people who are falling out of the fuck yurt, keep them all in the yard. If you're falling out of the fuck yurt, you're doing it wrong. Or you're doing it very right. <laughs> yeah. Mercenaries, is the mercenary keyword incapable of crossing fences? <laughs> No, it's more along the lines of, I imagine in the fuck year, there's enough lube for there to be a slip and slide of it, and the, the, uh, the fence is gonna catch you as you slide out. Okay, enough, enough jokes about the fuck year. Now we're actually explaining the fuck year. It originated on a ship episode, obviously. Monica and I were talking about, like, our OTPs, and just, you know, getting into the nitty-gritty details, or whatever. Um, and, like, one of, one of our mutual, like, groupings, pairings, OT3s, if you will, um, is the Vix and Taylor. 
And of course, at this time, in the fluff, the Vix didn't really have, like, a permanent base of operations, right? Um, so the joke was that out in the Badlands where the Vix and Taylor and Vanessa and the Ronin all were in their little camp or whatever, there was a specific yurt just for, like, the Vix and Taylor and I guess also Vanessa because that made it funny because she got kicked out of the yurt. Um, on occasion, Big Jake. On no, occasion. No, we decided Big Jake and Vanessa were the two people that actually ran things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, of course, they are. The Victorias with their one brain cell and Taylor <laughs> with her crippling alcohol- alcoholism. But anyway, this yurt, it became the fuck yurt because it's where the Vix and Taylor fuck. Where the fucking happens. It's where the fucking happens. Yeah, like was who was it? Me that came up with it originally? I don't remember. It was either you or Monica. I, okay. Yes, I think it was like no specified. They had a camp outside of Fryholt. Yeah, and uh, tents are funny, but yurts, yurts are funnier. Yurt are is a funnier. good word. So it became the fuck yurt, and then at yeah. some point it got into the idea of like it's the cousin to to uh, Zoraida or Baba Yaga's hut. You know uh, the. Yeah. the his big sexy legs. With, uh, with chicken legs, but instead it's a yurt with, like, with the sexy legs and, and fish heels nets. and fish nets. Yeah. 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 And then someone made a 3D Somebody model. Somebody made a 3D model. That's I how love- ubiquitous the fuck yurt became. I love oh, our little God. community. It's so great. I have a printer yep. now. Do it. Yep. Oh, no. Do print it. The fuck yurt. Someone's going to talk about the orgy fuck golem now. Yurt. Yeah, it's Eli's, uh, Eli's baby. Eli yep. has to talk about the orgy golem. It was his. Orgy Golem. Orgy Golem. Orgy Golem. It was Elias. Uh, some people made the mistake of allowing me to go onto the fourth Shipstone episode just because I said, third. let me... Third. Was that was it just the third? Third. The third. Third. The third, third ship episode, yeah. uh, just because I asked to be on there, and they should know better than to give me permission to do things that I say I want to do. Um, <laughs> so that one... We also didn't have the guidance of, like, Monica, who was, let's be honest, mm-hmm. the adult... And this podcast. Smart one? Smart and mostly mature, so. I said mostly. <laughs> I disagree, but keep going. All right. But yeah, so, uh, you know, I was being unhelpful throughout, and at some point we started talking about the, uh, I think I believe it was the Kurgan and the uh, Grave Golem mm-hmm. uh, was a ship yep. that got put out there. And then things yep, things just sure. started getting added on top of that, like the uh, uh, bad, bad juju, juju the bad uh, juju. the tide collar, and mm-hmm. other various large golem like things. And so I said they just combine and become the orgy golem. Golems need mm-hmm. love too. Golems need love too. I think pretty much any time we see multiple things that we could combine into one giant thing, we call it a golem. We have a problem. <laughs> Including the Golem Golem, which I don't think is on here. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Golem Golem Golem. is just all the Golems combined into no Golem. I think that's now the Orgy Golem. I think that's that's almost synonymous. Well, no. Uh, See, the the Golem Golem, they're not fucking. So. Yeah, this is the Whiskey Golem who's got, you know, he's full of whiskey. He's not going to be able to get it up. Um, (laughs) Sparks is very creative. The Fire Golem is just too. Yep. 
He's just too insubstantial for it, really. The wind golem, who's also too insubstantial uh, the for fire, it. The fire honest, one's hot. The, the, the wind one knows metal, how to blow. The metal, uh, the metal golem like definitely fucks, but like out hard. of the That was probably got the best vibrate setting. Rock mm-hmm. hard steel. This is an, a ship episode. Unhealthy obsession. <laughs> uh, mine is the orgy golem. <laughs> 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 Roman looks like he's dying. Uh, so, like, we've got Doug's, like, long, long, long wish answered, and we got Nate's long, long, long wish answered, so, real quick, uh, like, if you manage to harass Weird into doing one thing for you in-game, what's that going to be? So mine was was Ironsides in a suit. Which we got. Which we got. Mm Mm-hmm. And Nate's... The coward. The coward coward thing. thing. Whoever starts talking, just go first. I'll go before... Before Roman gets a word, gets a chance. It doesn't necessarily have to be a mechanic uh, either. It can be fluff too. Give me Claudia back. This is I want this for for both mechanical and fluff reasons. Uh, one because I love Claudia; he's amazing, and all the puppets are fun, and I want him back. Two uh, mechanically because in in second edition when I first started playing Claudia, the strategy that everyone presented was take Claudia. Hire every single sniper in the game, and basically use him to cheese the snipers. And I'm like, but what if I wanted to play Neverborn? <laughs> like, because like you know, second edition, uh, you could just hire mercenaries from out of faction. And so, like, I just really wanted a Kaladi that was built to not work around mercenaries. And then, you know, third edition came out; it was all keyword based. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm not going to have that problem anymore. Kaladi's dead. All right. So yeah, I want I want Kaladi back in in a keyword setting so I can actually use Kaladi with Kaladi puppets and not just a sniper squad. I think we we at one point discussed why we thought Kaladi went away and that was mostly because weird my guess was weird didn't know what to do with him. He was just kind of this really spite-filled puppet man kidnapping children mm-hmm. cuz he was angry. I can relate to doing uh, just a ton of terrible things out of spite. Like, can't you? Yeah, but he did. He doesn't. Fair, but like, Eli, you're getting a little close to confession there. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Ooh, how Any- mad would you be, Eli, if they just threw his head on top of a clock and it became like a terror enforcer? I- <laughs> I'd I'd be pretty upset for that use of Kaladi, but at least I'd be glad he was with Terra instead of like the fucking I. I- I don't. Lucius I don't want to show up in explorers Lucius or guild, and that's that's the two like prevalent theories. Is going to show up in explorers or guild, and I don't want either one of those things. Guild Make makes purple, the most sense. Kind of back. So instead, mm-hmm. return. So instead of Lilith being the obvious returned keyword, <laughs> Barbaros is weirdly loyal to Kalani. That's odd. Something we didn't know about the guy. He also hates children. Turns out. Alternatively, like uh, Puppet Barbaro sounds awesome. They bring yeah. back Kaladi, but they don't give him the puppet keyword. Oh yeah, actually that just the returned keyword. <laughs> no rules about hiring puppets. <laughs> only only his head is puppet. God, that would be so much easier to balance uh, though, I would imagine. Well, if they didn't make every fucking effigy a puppet, like mm. I get fluff wise they are, but if you could just just make them effigy, that would have solved a lot of problems. Yeah. Right. Problem is now yeah, that's ingrained in Zoraida 2's mechanics. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you they could have just had Zoraida summons 
the the voodoo doll or effigies or just puppets or effigies or just or just make Kaladi a different keyword yeah. marionette or return. or return. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like in, like they instead of putting pig on the swankerist, they put Sui, which is pretty much the same thing, right? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Oof. Nice. Anyway, for mine, I want Terra back in Rezzers. Get her back. Hmm. Give me back my girl. Like, fluff-wise, I understand why Jack Dawes in there and stay with Terra. And fluff-wise, I, mean, fluff fluff I also appreciate what they're like, hey, undead can exist outside of the Resurrectionists. Neverborn can exist outside of the Neverborn, that kind of thing. But also, you like Terra a lot more than you like Jackdaw. Now that exactly. now that Nicodem is, I mean, dead, she's a lot cooler. Um, McMorning's the one sending out the invitations of the Dead Man's Ball, and he's continuously forgets to send Karina's. That's yep. why she's no longer a Rezzer. Exactly. That's why she's not a Rezzer. No, I see. I <laughs> McMorning just keeps forgetting. I have a different theory. I think McMorning sent a lot of like very flirtatious letters to Karina, so she just learned to ignore his letters. The invite so when he sent lost. her the the uh, multiple copies, multiple copies of the invite, she just burned them all. What is this all. McMorning Karina ship we're getting on this episode suddenly? Please no. <laughs> Move on. Move on. This is the crackest well, it's, of crackers. Uh, it's Roman's turn, I guess. It's Roman's turn. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before. Mechanically, I really like what we saw in this last errata of the the cheaper cost minions like getting updated so they have their their role and they're good with it good at it i want to see that just spread far and wide uh into all of the not seen enough minions uh and for me personally i'd like that to start with the arcanists because there's there's a number of them uh not mechanically uh more like old school movie monsters like i know we have zombies and stuff give me more werewolves more dracula kind of stuff vampires exactly. two werewolves Shh. how many werewolves do you need more okay <laughs> i mean weird has already come out and said they're not good vampires so. yeah in the penangalan yep she's a penangalan okay then then give me like banshees give me like give me give me go into that like the the less known mythologies of the world go go Celtic go Egyptian go beyond just mummies. I play the shit Give me Mothman. Right? <laughs> exactly. Aren't, aren't, aren't Draugr shared uh, mythology between Celtic and uh, Nordic? I don't know. I yes. I know they're Nordic. I don't know. Also, Celtic. no. Rev- also, sorry, Revenant. Wise, I want Revenant. to point out Revenant that um, yes. it's implied that Manos is a is a Jiangshi, so also technically a vampire. He's a hopping vampire. He does have life? Why uh, he has leap? The life steal. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh Jesus! So Weird only I'm does Eastern vampires. Five. Yes. They've got two vampires already. We're not going to do the boring bleh. Bleh, vampires. Bleh. I'm gonna do the cool, okay. exciting vampires. Okay, 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 okay. Yes! I went Dorian in a Dracula costume. You know, you, that's just a pain. Isn't though. he already in a fucking Dracula costume? No, 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 no. He, he's right, right now he's a, he's classy. 
Right now, he's Dorian Gray. We want him Excuse in Excuse me, sir. Are you saying Dracula's not classy? Go fuck he yourself. Is. He is. But he's not Dorian Gray. Exactly. Is the point. Exactly. Jeez, we I'm want him in a this. cheesy vampire costume. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. cheap satin cloak. Like that costume We want man. him fucking size three, and that size three is yep. completely attributed wow. to the fucking collar on his cape. <laughs> like a frill neck lizard. <laughs> like a peacock. That, like, Walmart. Yep. That's exactly Cheapo it. Dracula costume. That That's fucking like Gary Oldman and Dracula the costume yeah, and with the, the huge some- fucking wig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere between between those two oh. ideas. Just blend them together and give me oh. a soft serve cone of that Dracula. Oh, no. <laughs> what? This would fit so perfectly into Bayou. <laughs> yes, have I would. not? Have I not said <laughs> Gremlin Vampire? He would be best friends with Wong. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when we did yeah. our we did our dual faction episode, <laughs> I put out Gremlin Rezzers. Yep. We're we're, we're talking to yeah, people as though they've never heard us before. Yeah, Eli, Eli. your previous jokes don't well, exist. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. That's why we're explaining it's them not to on people. The list. Um, uh, <laughs> let's see, if I if I had another, like, charge, if I was allowed to make weird do something else, and that's fill out smaller keywords, I want to see everyone have, like, ten models to the keyword, at least, I would appreciate that, we don't need more elementals. Yeah. Uh, we need more Red Chapel, we need more MNSU, we need more, um, uh, Witch Hunter, we need more, someone help me out here. Oh, wow. I did the research at one point, like. There are plenty of keywords that have are sitting at like nine and a couple even less than that. And um yeah, just spread the love, please. Mm-hmm. We don't need more fucking puppets. <laughs> um like on the one hand okay. Mo- moving I on. agree Prom. with you. Prom. So, no! If you go no, if you go back no. in our history, no. No. There's, there's, talk about- there's a draft episode in which we all draft a couple our, months. Our little dream faction, you know, doing you know, in our own weird ways of what well, well, we would like to see if we just split all the masters up and randomly assigned everyone affection. And Doug had the choice. Doug had first choice of Arcanus. First choice of anything. Um, and he, he did not pick Ironsides for his faction. And um, we all like to imagine that Ironsides was a little hurt by this. He picked... He's dancing, he's dancing at prom he with Charles Hoffman. And there Ironsides is in the corner. Furthermore... Rejected. Furthermore, nobody, nobody in the draft chose Tony. Nobody danced. Yeah. Tony, Tony got left behind. Draft prom. It was very sad. So we need sad prom dress Tony. <laughs> All right, listen here, little shits. <laughs> <laughs> I I will admit I let my game sense get ahead of me, and I had planned out this entire construct-based faction I was going to build, and therefore. I picked Hoffman because Hoffman, Hoffman oh, was a bit of like a lodestone. For- mm-hmm. Hoffman? Hoffman. We all fucking from. know! We all know Charles Hoffman is the I most fuckable bachelor in Malifaux. <laughs> Once again, he's got that vibrate setting. Mm-hmm. And, and different okay. attachments. He's got enhanced fists and he knows how to use them. <laughs> oh my god. Um, are, you, are you into electricity? I don't want to know how the welder fits into this. But yeah, but yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I get 
I grabbed Hoffman first because He's he was critical to the strategy, and I assumed someone, someone would take Ironsides. <laughs> Out of this entire group of people doing this draft, someone would respect me enough <laughs> to pick Ironsides. We're like, no, let's make Doug look like a piece of shit for not taking his favorite master. We were all trying to get and you I fucking heard the end of it. For Ulex build. Because we're morons. Yep. <laughs> Side note, I still appreciate the rules we did with that, where you could draft that masters or a set of versatiles or a set of upgrades. Mm-hmm. I'm a clever boy. Moving on. McCabe and Parker, bisexual disasters, Malifaux's mm. best and worst couple at the same time. I mean, Parker yeah. has a new boyfriend now. That's well, true. yeah. Well, nobody says they're monogamous. Uh, yeah. That just means McCabe can, Par- can keep hanging out with Lynch and talking about who has the worst lot in life. Pa- Parker has a side ass. squeeze that he can text while he's drunk. That's Damn. it. <laughs> yep. You're throwing my OTP under the bus By the way, we're right talking now, about Zip. And I don't much appreciate it. Zip. <laughs> love you. Love you. I love these dumb shit oh, no. crime boys. Parker yeah. Who is Zip the one person lost. Parker was thinking about at his execution? <laughs> He wasn't thinking about Mad <laughs> yep. Dog Bracket. He wasn't thinking about anyone. He was thinking about Captain Zip. Zip. Yep. Are you he got yeah. met Parker's fucking sister? <laughs> she didn't come up in the fluff when he was about to die. There was one man on his mind. One little green man. <laughs> Just Zip. He got mad. He got mad at that lawyer when he bad talked his boyfriend. I can't wait to get this oh, get this so scene good. in more detail when we cover the floor. Die first. <laughs> Hold on, are we are we suggesting McCabe is the rebound? No, absolutely, McCabe is McCabe's the, side piece. the easy yeah. side piece. Like he can always call McCabe up, and McCabe will come riding in on the horse or be the horse, depending on you know how you feel about this matter. Or a motorcycle, or a motorcycle sometimes, cycle. weirdly sometimes enough, when McCabe feels like he's decent. Rollins, but we all beard. know that's just, you know, a fake beard and a weird motorcycle obsession. He's going through a phase. Yeah. No, it's it's their it's their roleplay thing. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to ACDC. <laughs> Getting spicy. No, that's spicy. We've, we've been Do we need to cover Spine Cursed no, again? No, we don't need to cover Swine Cursed again. Ja- we Good. got it. Jonathan Weird. I'm drunk at this point. If you can hear me from the screaming I've been doing. Jonathan Weird. Jonathan Weird has been our lovely punching bag for a long time. Instead of, like, calling out people directly, because we actually know people in the company now, uh, we just refer to Jonathan Weird as the face of Weird and the person we blame for all the bad things and sometimes good things going on with Weird Games. It's the stand-in for Matt or Kyle or Nathan or... Whoever we want to shit talk at the Kimberly, time, or Kimberly. I feel like there's there's people higher up that make the big decisions Nathan. that were mildly insulting with this, but yeah, okay, that's Nathan. It's all, um, it's all, it, it all it all flows uphill to Nathan. But I just realized, like, in my mental picture of this fictional character of Jonathan Weird, it's basically just Galusia without a mustache. <laughs> that's really interesting because I was I was very much like slightly less evil, snidely whiplash mustache was what I was envisioning. Okay. I just assumed Jonathan Weird is Waldo's full name. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> need to explain Galicia now. One second, let me turn this off. Oh no. Uh, Galicia is a recurring character in all of my RPG games that made his own actual appearance as a player during Craig Shipman's uh, sc- good, the good, the scum, and the villainy stream on Twitch. Go and check it out. Third Floor Wars. Um, 
but he is basically a time-traveling hedonist who gets around the butterfly effect by doing incredibly selfish things that don't actually affect history whatsoever. And he likes the color purple. That's Galicia. Moving on. Um, the intern. Related the intern. to Jonathan The intern. Weird. The poor sad intern who they make listen to our podcast because someone has to at the company to make sure we're not going completely out of line. Yes, uh, we feel like Weir probably has assigned someone to listen to all of the Malfa podcasts just to know someone's like not getting out of line, giving away state secrets, or just being another butt. So we assume they just threw that job to the, the intern they hated. Some unpaid because moron. We, uh, like, Steve Powered Scoundrels is so fucking out of line <laughs> compared to what a podcast, a fan podcast of a... Of a goddamn tabletop game is supposed to be we figured they gave the job of listening to us to the shittiest person they hated the most in the company and that at some point the goddamn devs admitted they listened to us and we're like holy shit i'm sorry why the hell would they have interns developing the game (laughs) (laughs) and yet they continue to share us on their social medias yep which we appreciate nothing wrong with them absolute Maverick decision from Jonathan Weird. Love you guys. <laughs> to have a, a random intern everyone hated develop the game, but the, the, it's working so far. <laughs> See, we, we layer jokes on top of each other here at Stamp Powered Scoundrels. We're clever like that. Are we? Yeah. Tw- 20 Thunders. The 20 Thunders. Oh God. The 20 Thunders is, is no longer a thing, so it's more or less you go way back, you'll listen du- to Doug wax poetically about how much he fucking hates the Ten Thunders. <laughs> and the majority of that is fluff reasons, and I just felt like they didn't really have any flaws, and they were sort of solving a lot of problems that could be handed out or spread out across the the game. And specifically, uh, Masaki was a bit of a Mary Sue, but they definitely fixed that stuff in 3rd edition, so I don't really have problems anymore. But Ten Thunder's I've, been dealing also, with all the problems that the Bayou has not been dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, there was a bit of a power issue where it felt to me like Ten Thunder's was a little bit above the curve consistently throughout 2nd edition and early 3rd edition. Which is why sometimes I refer to them as 20 Thunder's because that's greater than 10. Is it? I think that's how numbers work. I'm going to play Maxine... So I need to know math, and I think that's okay. true. <laughs> Makes sense. No me. other master math oh, requires wow. you to have any knowledge of how math works. Correct. Exactly. No. In fact, if you're uh, playing bio, you're required to fail several math tests before you're yes. allowed to pick up the models. <laughs> I have gone back and revoked my high school diploma specifically to be a good bio player. If you if you know how to read. Sorry. Fun, weird fun fact, I guess? How do you think I ended up as a truck driver? (laughs) I previously threw the breach. (laughs) Are you suggesting that truck drivers can't read? My previous threw the breach campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Doug. Sorry, Doug. That's fine. Go on about your previous through the breach campaign. (laughs) My uh, my previous through the breach campaigns consisted of people that did not play Malfo at all. Victoria was just Malfo, Jason. That's be honest here. So I was always the one doing the math for them on the flips. Like, your number's 17, your number's 16, your number's 12, your number's 9, you failed, you want to cheat. Which, uh, probably might have been a bit rude, but it made combat go a lot faster. Yeah. It did. Malfoy makes you very good at, at uh, <laughs> a- 
adding two relatively small numbers together. Quick basic math. Like, like, <laughs> like, in like an elementary school Meanwhile, stick. I'm yeah. over here playing a game, alright, I flipped to 12, and I did 1, 2, 3, 4, get my fingers out. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have okay, stats over 10. Hoffman! Uh, the, the, puppy. F- the puppy. I almost said fuckable puppy, but I realized that it said a really weird <laughs> we already, present we had to We explain. already talked about prom. We already talked about prom, Doug. We did. Okay. Um, Hoffman seems to be extremely innocent in the fluff, or at the very least, uh, trying to do the right thing, and anything bad he's inadvertently done, done he's been very self-conscious about and sad about. And he's more or less a very innocent puppy in a game filled with killers, murderers, war criminals, and Nellie Cochran. <laughs> so we'll repeatedly refer to him as a puppy. I agree. And by we, I mean I, mostly. I agree fluff-wise, <laughs> but recently my booty cheeks have gotten clapped by Hoffman enough that I'm starting to... Uh, Develop a hatred of Mr. Robot Man. Aww. Would you say your ass got pounded? My booty Pneumatically. got clapped. Pneumatically. Pneumatically. You got an enhanced fist. Them pylons got constructed. <laughs> uh, Erecting But also the most eligible bachelor in Alpha. In Arcanist. Sad boy. In, 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 in Malvo, too. Sad, uh, sweet Like, who's a more eligible Hoffman. bachelor than that man? It ain't Carlos Vasquez. Although he's pretty close. He's pretty he's high up there. He's got big himbo energy. Mm. big himbo energy. Carlos will not, you know, refine himself to one person. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos, there, are too many people, Carlos, there are too many people out there. Ivan. They all deserve a little bit of Carlos. Carlos. That's his explanation, but honestly, he just keeps forgetting he's in relationships. <laughs> Carlos Vasquez is a golden retriever if you shaved it and set it on fire. <laughs> oh. but, it, but, it, but it liked it. It liked being on fire, and it didn't proof. die. Yeah, I should have. I should have. Fire retriever. So the, the order explanation of that could have been different. Yes. So he, a Dalmatian. Yeah, he he's. Oh, there it is. There it is. I was gonna say a Flareon, but there you go. <laughs> Free range executioners. Free range executioners. An episode title. So I've been talking a lot. Someone else go. Oh man, how did the how did the free range executioners thing start? It was it was definitely that, about um, that. That started because of Bass. Yeah, and, and because of Reichardt. Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. Riker. Yes. Right. Because right. he has disguised, <laughs> and you would never know. Because You look not, at Jonathan Riker. He's very well disguised in his trench coat. Trench and coats his, that give you disguise. And his bandana. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke that'll come up later. The, the man has a bandana and a trench coat to disguise the fact that he's wearing a goddamn power armor backpack. And claws. And a giant metal fucking death claw. You never know it was him, though. He's so well disguised. You never know no him. So we took it upon ourselves to explain why the fuck this man has disguised. <laughs> Looking like a goddamn executioner, and the only explanation we can think of is the fact that executioners are fucking everywhere. They're like buffalo yeah. in the Wild West. Just out, roaming about, grazing off the <laughs> land, enjoying... <laughs> yes, just don't de- stampede them, they get real dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> They're easily spooked. <laughs> They're so easily spooked. <laughs> just imagine you spook them and they get that crow built in and you were just doomed. <laughs> Approach them from the back. Yeah, unlike a horse. Yep. And don't get bucked off because they will cut you into <laughs> tiny pieces. Yep. <laughs> I like thinking about some rando just jumping on the back of an execution. Yeah. You know a gremlin's done it. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, speaking I mean, of that's gremlins why we have- and disguised... 
I think we can move on to the related oh, no, no, joke. No, 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 hey, no, 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 no. Alt-war wabbit <laughs> of a gremlin writing an executioner. Executioner. Yes, yep. please. I would love that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's an alt-war <gasps> rabbit. So therefore it has to be an alt-war rabbit, which is not war yeah. pig. This model counts as a war rabbit, which counts as a war pig in every way. Every I would not say way. no to that. <laughs> uh, moving on. It's a executioner. A related <laughs> joke of trench coats that give you disguised and, and ghillie ghillies. suits, which, according to the upgrade and by you, gives you disguise, but should give you stealth. Yep. This this is probably the other thing that I would rant about until Weird got tired of me and either took me out back behind the barn or changed the card. Ghillie suits? Yeah. I, that last minute from the open beta change from, ghillie, from trench coat to ghillie suit on that upgrade, and I am bothered. <laughs> My jimmies I mean, are rustled. I'm actually bothered because it's referencing, like, a fucking D&D meme with trench coat. Or just, like, the kids, or, like, fucking, kids in a trench coat. Little rascals! Right. Mm-hmm. Just the, yeah. It, it's, it's such Bayou energy, and I feel, like it, I feel like it's cowardice that they backed out to make it more, you know, lore appealing, or, you know, fit more in, in faction. But, like, what's better for, for gremlins than just hanging out two of them in a trench coat? Tall gremlin. Tell me I'm wrong. Like, if, if you're going to have any faction that's going to get, like, the stupid joke as their, like, universal upgrade, like, it's Bayou. The, the Bayou people, if, if you're, if, if you, if you're playing Bayou, you love that stupid joke. Yeah, like, all their upgrades are stupid jokes. Exactly. Inferiority complex, 12 cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. It's just Give us the trench gun. Jittering everywhere and peeing on everything. Exactly. It's hilarious. Okay, la- last joke. And then we're gonna call it good because I have uh, I have an RPG to run, <laughs> and this I fully blame on Eli, so I'm gonna have Eli describe it. How is this one my fault? So we oh, was this during the? Uh, was not Eli. This was a bonanza yeah, brawl. Yeah, I was there yeah. for the yeah. bonanza brawl because we it started with that was my. We started fault. with treasure piles, actually. Yeah. Um, treasure piles. Stupid degenerate weeds yeah. who making woo jokes, and it everything in that game was a yeah. woos. And we just kind of kept repeating Sawina Bulwoman. Okay, so... Because it's funny. Order operations here. We ha- we invented a, um alternative format to uh, All Out Brawl called Bonanza And by Brawl, we invented which... Doug is being humble, Doug invented it. Yeah, we, we edited Doug it. Every- <laughs> all, all of you were on the playtest, so I'm giving all of you credit. And I also referenced you guys a lot for help on this. Mm. So shut up. Take the credit. But, like, I, I, I'll, I'll take credit for being the impetus of starting it, but as much as, like, I take credit as of Bonanza Brawl as much as I take credit of Steam Powered Scoundrels. It's the five of us. Aww. Just, Doug's, like, has the energy and excitement to start something, but he would never be able to fucking finish it without all of you. Shut up. Aww, take the compliment. That. But, but, yeah. Bonanza Brawl was, like, initially started because I thought, hey, I've got all these upgrade cards from the, uh, Shifting loyalties campaign, campaign mechanic, and no one was playing the campaign, so it's like, what do I do with these things? Like, oh, we'll just implement them in like a fucking grab power ups kind of um, fucking Smash Brothers sort of. It's very Smash Bros. <laughs> it's very, it's very Smash, Smash Bros. Brothers, yeah, where like it's even more like it's more Mario Kart because like randomness will totally win the game for you sometimes. 
Yeah. But anyways, we were playtesting it because I wanted to, like, iron out and make sure that the game made sense and that there wasn't anything too terribly broken about it. Um, but um, there's objects called, there's uh, terrain features called treasure piles that we put on the board, and someone renamed them to treasure piles. Treasure piles. And so the rest of us suddenly decide that every single one of our fucking models we were playing. Was gonna oh be yeah, because this was was gonna this be- was on um uh vassal vassal yeah. So we just like yeah, snuck yeah. through and just named all them shit. all different things. Oh oh yeah. man, I wish I remembered what I was playing. Oh god, they were all good though. It was hilarious. But like we were making Serena Bowman was jokes. the standout though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. We had been making uwu jokes in the lead up for like hours because we're children. Yeah. We were all heavily <laughs> intoxicated. It's even better because fucking Doug played them during uh, yeah. Gen, Con, Gen Con, and so we were just constantly talking about Serena Beloman. And he's got Serena Doug Beloman. Um, yep. <laughs> but yeah, like I still refer sometimes when we're playing Mal- Bonanza Brawl to models in the Uwu voice. Uh, my favorite being Howard Langston. Howard Langston. And how <laughs> it's not like I kill him in one activation. In one activation. Uh, we can explain that one real quick, and then we can call it a night. Uh, I w- we were playing Bonanza Brawl at Gen Con, and I was playing Neil Henry, and I was up against a Howard Langston at full health. And I didn't think I had enough was, in me to kill Howard he Langston. He was swearing up and down. I will not. He said it multiple times. I will not kill you in that activation. And lo and behold. Neil Henry out here swinging this hammer. Turns out, uh, if you're not hitting minimums, you can definitely kill Howard Langston with Neil Henry using four fucking attacks. Awesome. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, he's a good sport about it though. But yeah, that's I think everything. Like most of our in jokes that I can think yeah. of right now. Yeah, that's, that seems like that's most of them that we've got. <laughs> the most now that we've explained ones. our jokes, they're funny. Laugh at them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a whole episode to explain our jokes. Okay, so that's the end of this episode. Welcome to SBS 102. I will expect your eight-page reports, double-spaced. Times New Roman, don't give me of that any of that Palatina Linotype bullshit. I know what Comic it looks sense. like. Uh, Papyrus <laughs> people, come on. <laughs> you have to submit it in a different font to each one of us. Mm. I would like Ariel. Uh, Doug says Time New, New Roman. No, fuck that shit. Um, I want... One second. Give me those fucking wing dings. Oh, no, wait. I want Impact. Uh, if you're using Google Docs, I want Permanent Marker, What's please. The, oh, man. No, what I need you to do, if you're submitting it to me... Uh, Is it wing dings? No, no, no. God I don't want wing dings. Joker man. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want, I want, I want no, you no, no, to no, submit no, no, no. it to me. In the, the the weird font that they used to use called Bleeding Cowboys, so you better go and download the weird the Bleeding Cowboys font and submit your essay to me in that font. Not the current font they use. Though, yeah, that or... was that was like the first the old one point five font of all the swoopies. <laughs> it's very very like typical steampunky Western type <laughs> font. I I googled this. Uh, what Bleeding Cowboys was, just to make sure I was I was understanding the reference. The first thing that pops up is this image that says, we can almost say that Bleeding Cowboys is to fonts what Nickelback is to rock and roll. 
Yep. And I don't yep. understand it, <laughs> but I love it. No, I mean, it kind of is, though. It really. I'm going to post that in the Discord right now, just to make sure. Let's put that okay. in the... Uh, I meanwhile, nice. I meanwhile will only accept uh, copies printed on a old school typewriter, uh, with all of their not quite perfect placement of letters. Uh, you will need to add two spaces after the each period so that the actual type works. You know, actually, fuck it. I don't want Times New Roman. I don't even want for permanent marker or the other joke Texas one. I want handwritten, Ooh, specifically yeah. illegible. <laughs> uh, I want it written in blood. Doesn't have to be your blood. So Colody's blood. All right, so here's here's my secondary Isn't that just maple choice. Syrup? Uh, I, w- I want it in. Ser- <laughs> I want it in serial killer, where it's just cut out of magazines. Where you just take various letters. I thought we were wrapping this up. No, but we got excited about Nate, fonts, that- which apparently we all have really strong opinions Nate. on. Nate, Nathaniel, look it. This is 2022. What the fuck's a magazine? <laughs> It's the thing you like steal from your dentist appointment. <laughs> no, no, no. He needs you to uh, to print out individual <laughs> copies of Weird Chronicles, cut out individual letters, and and That's glue the them together. Okay. The bleeding okay. cowboys font. I got I got an RPG oh, for to run, God. guys. Cool. So we gotta we gotta Jesus wrap this. Up. We gotta um, wrap up our uh, fun. Welcome, welcome to this steam powered scoundrels family. If you want more of this just similar bullshit, join our Discord, because it's just full of people that like the show, so the same kind of fucking humor. And if you don't like us, go ahead and listen to something else. We won't be offended. We realize we're kind of a niche thing and a very niche game, but uh, we're still around. So, uh, yeah, suck it. All those other podcasts that gave up or something, I don't know. If, um, if we're too far in- Wait, hold on. No, I'm I'm just I'm just uh, trying to think of like a podcast I can shit talk without like upsetting anyone. I was gonna say if we're too far gone for your taste, just go to Harlefo. Yeah, and like work your way back until you find your happy medium. Yes, they're they're like the next level above us of like maybe kind of taking things seriously, but they're still pretty good. Yeah, no, they're they're, they're fucking great. I love those guys. Yep. Uh, go listen to the Tony Ironsides episode for no particular no reason. Reason, no particular um, reason. But I am Doug and. Uh, this this podcast was brought to you by Top Doug Designs of Texas, but not that kind of Texas. Uh, this is this is <laughs> this is Doug Bowman, the guy who I've been mistaken for, or he's been mistaken for me uh, at least once or twice, which is why I changed my name on Facebook. But uh, he sent me all a, a copy of the terrain he used for. Um, LVL. Las Vegas Open, LVO, Las Vegas Open for his Bonanza Brawl game he did. So uh, he, I, I'd just like to shout him out. Thank you, Doug, for the train. And uh, people should go buy his shit. Uh, that's Top Doug Designs, T O P space D O U G space D E Z S D E S I G. I'm drunk. Um, Doug can't spell. Whatever. Uh, you, you can probably spell that out. But, anyways, uh, I'm Doug. Thank you for listening. And hope to see you later, and hopefully this is slightly less confusing for you now. And as with me as always is my loving partner, Vickery. Bye. Bye. And her adjacent friend, eh? It's a me, Nate. Good night, uh, everybody. And the guy, the guy she's sitting on top of, Roman. <laughs> that could have been phrased Didn't like very that. differently. That weird. <laughs> Your screen looks very different from mine. <laughs> Good night, all. And the man definitely without pants, Eli. 
Mr. Drear squid himself. Bye. The dreariest of squids. I, I, we're, we're running off of squad cast, so I'm just referencing people's dumb names they gave themselves as well as their positioning in the, the webcams. But anyways, okay, yeah. Thank you, love you guys. Enjoy your shit. Uh, have a Bye. good night. Bye. 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 Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.